right now in this time, in like no other time, we're faced with so many deceptions, so many lies, so many thoughts, so many areas of uh, confusion, not knowing who's telling you the truth, um, what to listen to. The only thing that we've got that's solid really is the Bible. And that's the word of God. It doesn't lie. It takes us into good things. It takes us into positive things. It gives us uplifting. It gives us joy. It gives us hope. And it anchors us into Jesus. And that's what I want to talk about in this message. I pray that it's a useful and helpful message, that it's guided by you, Holy Spirit, and that it makes a difference in everyone's life, including my own. I speak these things because it's myself that need these things as well. And I, I, I actually recommend that everyone does this type of speaking, uh, talking, writing, learning all the time to make prayer a continual event that it's in our life 24-7. If we can't think of what to say, then speak in tongues. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, it talks about bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And that's every thought. As we move and mature more into Jesus and, to the, and into the Word, um, our thoughts start to change. And the way we, we look at things and interpret things, analyse things um, and think about things start to be the same as Jesus' Christ's mind. Uh, and that's what we want. We want the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. It's no longer us that live. That's the old us. But it's Christ who lives in us. That old man or that old woman, that old, that old person that had all those um, things going on and, and, and we were connecting and agreeing with those worldly things, we're not connecting and agreeing with those worldly things anymore. They may come up in the mind because our mind is continually renewing and that's flowing through our soul. And our, our, our spirit though, our spirit is 100% spirit, 100% pure, perfect love all the way. It has no problems in there at all. Uh, it also talks about in, in Corinthians there, 2 Corinthians 10.5, that it also talks about casting down imaginations. So what is imagination? Well, it's a thought. Again, bringing into captivity every thought and casting down imagination. So that's a like a movie thought. For want of a better word, it's a thought that is in the shape of a movie. Imagination, imagining, you could do this, imagining the worst, imagining the best. It's going to be bringing into you a change, either for the better or for the worst, true? And their thoughts. In 1 Peter 5, 7, he talks about that you could be exalted in the due time. You will be exalted in the due time. But there's a condition, and it says, if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And I spoke about this in the last message because it's so profound, is that these um, um, bringing of thoughts and cares and worries and concerns are actually needing to go to God. When they've got an element of fear, that spirit of fear in them, we're not the spirit unless we're in the spirit that's where the fight occurs. That's where it's won. God's already overtaken the world and deprived of any power to harm us. So there's not a problem there. It's just that when we try to fight um, against these fears and worries and concerns, uh, we're fighting in the flesh. So the flesh is not really where they're 
um, going to be um, a lot of uh, winning because it's a battle that's going to be uphill because it's a spirit fighting against the flesh. The spirit is stronger than the flesh. So what happens when we talk? What, what, what happens to our bodies and our minds? Well, water is affected by what we say. Water is affected by words that are written. Water is affected by what we think. In fact, every thought produces a corresponding chemical reaction in your mind and your body. And that's a result from the thought. So how important are thoughts? Why does he say to bring into the um, captivity every thought? It's got to come to the obedience of Christ because we need to check it against Jesus and the words of the Bible to make sure that it's a good thing for our body, good thing for our mind, good thing for our soul. For example, being silent. We can think ourselves into a good way or we can think ourselves into a bad way. So what's producing the bad about what happens with the thinking? Well, it's chemicals. Chemicals are shooting around our bodies. In the endocrine system, it's just going boom, 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 like microseconds um, between um, different you know, uh, cells and uh, different um, areas of the body actuating secretions and just changing um, cortisol and you know, all the other good chemicals in the endorphins and all sorts of things are going on in the body, uh, way more than what I know. <laughs> but I do know that they get actuated. And when we're in a period of stress, it's, um, it's okay if there's a bull chasing you across the, the paddock, let's say you, you want to be in a bit of a stress, you want to be in a bit of fear, you want to run like lightning across that, that paddock. But when it's maintained, when that stress is maintained, that fear is maintained for a long period of time, what's it going to do? It's going to drain you. It's going to bring in more and more and more of those unhelpful chemicals. And it can bring you right down. Philippians 4.8 says to think on things that are true, you know, honest, just, lovely, really good reports, um, things that are pure, uh, of, of good virtue and praiseworthy. It says to think on these things. Now, we know the power of words uh, are, are powerful. Uh, the, the world was spoken into existence. The power of life and death is in the tongue. What about thinking? There's a lot in the Bible that talks about thinking. We need to think, we need to speak words that are true, that are honest, that are just, that are lovely, of good report, pure, virtuous and praiseworthy. We need to think, we need to speak on these things. We need to speak good things to manifest good things in our body. There's a Dr. Emoto, Japanese scientist, has proven these studies. He's done the rice studies, the water studies, the plant studies, the thought studies, the, the putting a piece of paper on a glass of water studies, and he's seen and he's proven that the molecular structure of the water is changed in all those circumstances. So how important is what you're thinking right now? Paul says to bring every thought into that. I know he's told us to do this, and that's every thought. Why would we be told to do it? Because it's good for us. <laughs> so what's the devil? What's the devil doing? 
He's a liar. How does he have power? Well, he gets it through lies and deceptions and getting us to agree with it. Where do they come through? How do they get through to us? They get through to our thoughts, to our thinking, what we're saying, what we're believing, what we're looking at. You look at the news, you'll go down. If you're looking at it too much, you'll, you'll go down listening to videos that are of bad report. That's the opposite to what God is saying to look at. Should we know about what's going on? Sure, we shouldn't be ignorant of what's going on. We need to do things. But to, to continually think on those things and bring those into our, our, our minds, uh, what's that going to look like if we do that for a long time? We need to bring every thought in. We need to check it out, maybe write it down. You know, what does the word say? Is this the way that the spirit would think? Is this the way that God would think? Is that what Jesus would say? It's good for our soul and our, and our mind when we feed on things that are uplifting, that are true, honest, just, lovely, good report, pure, virtuous and praiseworthy. So can we bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ? Well, I believe we can bring most of them in. And if you're really good at it, really, really good at it, you could bring every thought in. But what will be the difference if we can get most of those thoughts in line with Christ? What's that going to mean to you? What's that going to mean to your life? What's it going to mean to the people that you're talking to, your family, your friends, your workmates, your colleagues? What's that going to mean if your whole mind body and soul is in line with Christ. I pray for you and I pray for me um, on, and all of us that our minds are actuated, that they're looked at, what we're thinking is brought into the captivity of Christ. And I pray that it comes alive in you, that desire to want to check out what you're thinking, what you're reading, what you're seeing and what you're saying. Bless you.